We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Pony, along with TK Breezy. How are you today, my friend? Welcome, welcome. I'm doing good. Yeah, uh, played a little, played a little uh, of that um, tech in the day. It's fun. New characters out. You know, I had to check her out. She's pretty fun. But we'll talk about that later, man. Uh, what we're going to start with today, obviously, if you saw the topics, were Fall Guys, new character on Tekken, and of course, PlayStation buying Evo. But we're going to start today with Fall Guys. Fall Guys season four is out. I saw that you, EE, and a couple of my other streamer friends, like Wavy and uh, C- uh, Sensei CJ, were playing. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about it? It's very good. It's. Uh, okay. I, I hope it continues the track because like, I feel like it's very fun, and it's clear that they put a lot of work into it, which I didn't feel like they did on the last seasons, like seasons two and three. It just felt okay. – even, even like season, season three, I mean, they had a different theme, but seasons one and two were like super boring. And then this last one, like, there's a lot of stuff in it. I dig it a lot. Um, like, the, the new theme is awesome. The aesthetic's good. And the games, like, the modes themselves feel like it wasn't just, like, an old thing repurposed, you know? It's nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Uh, I feel like that has definitely been an issue with the first season. The second season was that, like, it felt like it was the same shit from the first season, except we added some spikes here or, like, you know, oh, the stuff falls faster. It's like, yeah. okay, that's not really, you're not really changing the game. But I did see, like, when I tuned into your stream for a little bit, I saw there was a basketball game now. Uh, yeah. That joint looked pretty fun. Uh, so I was like, all right, man, you know, there's, there's definitely some variety in here. Uh, I got to load it up. Just haven't played myself yet. I got to find the time to play it um, probably sometime next week. But uh, Or if y'all end up doing something tonight again, you know, I'll pull up. Yeah, you know buddy. 
Yeah, d dude, Fall Guys is excellent. It's, uh, I like the new, and there are, like, so many new modes that you're not playing the same one too much. There is one game mode that I, that we keep playing, and it's kind of frustrating because I think they hard-coded it to, like, make you go to five rounds. So, like, uh -huh. there's one that we keep running into, which is, like, okay. Um, but that just means that, you know, when other modes come up just randomly, it's, um, it's more of a surprise. I know the game was doing better, uh, at least in viewership. And actually, it's still number, what is that? It's number 14 right now, which is actually not bad at all, considering, you know, how much it fell. Uh, again, I, I genuinely feel like Fall Guys is very... Uh, well, I guess I think Twitch Rivals is happening right now, so maybe that's a little boost. But I genuinely feel like Twitch Rivals is always on the cusp of one more, like, big boon. Um, uh -huh. And I feel like this might be the one. I don't know. The game the game modes are nice. The the, the costumes are great. So hopefully we can, we can do something with it. Um, I hope the game continues to go up because it's really fun. Okay. Well, I mean, honestly, I hope it goes up too. I feel like they've uh, they finally found their stride. You know, they got they, it was a big yeah. boom at the beginning. They didn't know what to do with it, and now it seems like they kind of know what to do with it. Uh, yes. Which I hope they would, because I mean, they they made bank at the beginning of their of their yeah. run. You got to turn that into something so you can make even more bank and make the people happy. So well, another picked up. Uh, speaking of bank, too, so I'm hoping that they can keep it up. Yeah. Speaking of bank, though, uh, big bankroll is coming out from PlayStation as they acquire Evo. So if you're uh, wondering why they had to acquire Evo, well, there's a lot of stuff uh, surrounding the Evo founder, um, Joey Cuellar, yeah. a.k.a. Mr. Wizard. He got uh, he had some allegations against him. Uh, I'm sure they were pretty true. And uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they they kind of like excommunicated him so evo was kind of in balance or in, in limbo because no one knew what was going to happen with it yeah like he's the big he's the guy he's mr evo and they have other people that uh work on evo that you know of you know but like when it comes to evo the person you think of like you know joey Quayar. so yeah um playstation comes through and they buy evo and i know a lot of people are wondering if that's going to be an issue or not for other games but i did see somewhere around that playstation did say that they are still open to having other games, you know, up. Yeah, so. yeah. apparently it's not going to be an issue. Um, I, I did see Nintendo specifically, because I think a lot of this is around Nintendo, because, I mean, in terms of Evo, I can't think of Xbox really have... They have Killer Instinct, but that's not really on the docket. Um, yeah. Most of the big games like that are on Sony, so it's not going to change all that much. The biggest question mark is Smash, uh, Nintendo gave a very corporate answer, which was just maybe. Like they said <laughs> that they were gonna judge opportunities, but like they would say that anyway. Um I feel like Nintendo really wants to hedge its bets no matter what. Like I feel like they would have said that whether it was run by Sony or anybody else. They're not gonna make a hard mm -hmm. commitment in any condition, because it's Nintendo. Um so, you know, I, I, I don't think it's out of the question. I also don't really know if Nintendo cares to be at Evo. I don't think they want to be at the online one, because why would you? Um, yeah. But I think if Evo happens next year and we're offline, that please, God, let that be the case. Um, I can't imagine they wouldn't want to be there. Uh, unless they really just wanted to push it away entirely. So, 
I mean, I, I'm, I don't think it's a big deal. I think Sony buying Evo is great, and I don't think it really has that many reverberations for the scene as a whole, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm naive. I think that, I mean, it all depends on Nintendo Japan, because, like, Nintendo Japan is, like, really what stops a lot of forward yeah. progression. So, I think that, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, you know, I'm kind of skeptical. I, I, I would like it for, I, li I would like for Smash to be there, obviously, but uh, the probability of it being there is, like, a big 50-50 big for me as well. Um, but not for this one, not for 2021. I think, honestly, they should skip out, because, you know, as in comparison to everybody else's netcode, ours is straight terrible. So yep. Um, so yeah, just skip out on that one unless we get some big uh, boost. I mean, you know, they did say they were working on Microsoft on something. And I thought that was going to be on like infrastructure or whatever, but like that never happened. Uh, and I think honestly, what it really came down to was just Steve. So <laughs> that was the one thing they were working on. They just made yeah, a Steve. Just, just putting Steve into the uh, into Smash, and they were like, "Great job, everybody, we did it." And it was like, "No, we." But what about our internet? And like, uh, your servers are fine, but they're not, not even a little bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, as you said, like pretty much all the games that can be played on uh, all the fighting games that can be played can be played on PS4, PS5. Um, if they decide to keep PCs going for whatever reason, sure. Like, but I think most of the systems, uh, most of Evo was played on systems anyway, and. As long as they allow Evo to do that thing where they let other people run like the smaller tournaments, yeah, uh, you know the community ran tournaments. I think Evo should be fine, you know. Um, and with, I mean, it's like it's like a guaranteed bankroll too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I know that Evo had money now, but like you're getting money from Sony, which definitely has money because they're all over the place. You know, Sony TVs, Sony uh, Playstations. I mean, Sony. I'm sure they got a fridge somewhere around here. So yeah, just. They got a lot going for them, and uh, I, I could see that money being funneled back into Evo and making a, a a grand spectacle, or I could see it going really corporate and then kind of um, alienating, I guess, the grassroots part of Evo. That's what I'm wondering, is what does this look like on the back end? Because, like, mm -hmm. the game already, uh, or, or Evo already seemed very... Um, the game itself was, or, or Evo itself was pretty big and high production. So what can Evo under Sony do that isn't, like, that steps it up? Um, part of me feels like it's going to be a marketing thing, and it's going to be just pushing their own titles, which kind of sucks, because, like, you know, maybe they could do cool stuff with it, but at the same time, it's probably just going to push, like, hey, the Sony game is coming out in a few weeks, or, you know, keep your eyes out for that, which I hope it doesn't do, but it might. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I, I think a lot of this is theoretical as of right now until we really get a better handle on it and, uh, yeah. on where the games are going. I mean, I don't think there's any issue in them picking it up for online now, but like when it's offline, that's going to be a whole new ball game, uh, when it comes to, you know, next year when we're offline, that's going to be different. Yeah. I'm looking at this, uh, the, I'm finally looking at the statement that I, uh, Nintendo said in a statement to IGN that it has enjoyed engaging with fans at past EVO tournaments and wish the show, the show organizers the best with their new venture. We will continue to assess EVO and other opportunities as we plan for future online and offline uh, Super Smash Brothers tournament activities. So That is Yeah, that was about as corporate as it gets. Yeah. Yeah, they're not saying anything. They're not saying anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, it almost feels like the wishing you the best sounds like we're not going to be part of that. <laughs> That's that part right there. Just 
we wish the best with their new venture. Like, yeah, no, y'all, y'all, y'all good. Y'all not gonna get no help from Nintendo, so we'll see though. You know, maybe Nintendo will, will do that thing where they, you know, they fuck up and then they stop fucking up, and then everyone's like, "Wow, Nintendo's really listening." When really, realistically, it's I don't know. That's like some Stockholm syndrome stuff. Like you finally do. Like you're the reason we're in the bad. <laughs> we're in a bad situation, and then you remedy it. Yeah. And now you're like, look at me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've I, done it all. They, I was gonna say they kind of push you backward, and then they get excited when you get to jump forward. I uh, yeah. I I I think I I do think Nintendo is probably in the right for not committing to anything because like if it is just a big PlayStation like blow-up event and the idea is it's a uh-huh. big marketing like sony con yeah if i was the ted i wouldn't want to be a part of that either that's that's stupid um yeah, i can give you a small booth in the corner like they did uh skype that one year uh twitch con <laughs> yeah exactly like i'm not no get the hell out of here but you know maybe next year they'll uh they'll be somewhat more you know maybe it'll maybe it'll be better i think it all depends on how things go um and i mean when 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 there's a new smash on the way there's no way Nintendo isn't getting in then. That would be foolish. If they do make a Sony Con though, that's going to bring a lot more casuals to tournament plays because like, it'd probably be like tournament slash convention. Yeah, know? yeah. Come try the new Horizon Zero Dawn over here. Uh, you know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I man, the more I think about it, though, the more the possibilities are, are endless right now. So I guess it's better we just kind of like don't speculate <laughs> too much because then you know expectations get set and then expectations are always we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Broken by Nintendo for sure, so. I just wonder um, how much uh, they're going to really put into Evo. Like, are they just going to keep it at the same scale that it was at Mandalay Bay with the arena, blah, blah, blah? Are they just going to sort of stay the course, or are they going to try to elevate it? Because that would be kind of neat. Um, yeah. Don't know what their uh, their idea is, but and all we can really do is wait to see, because I, I don't know if they know yet. I don't know if they have a, a solid idea on what they're going to do with Evo until it actually happens. So we've only got a little bit more time to find um, find out, so... We'll uh, we'll see what direction Sony decides to take it because it might not be the Evo that we know. Yeah. So, Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help you even more. With the Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. 
Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Uh, other news before we get into the, the last topic, though. A quick other news is that uh, Resident Evil Village uh, is coming out relatively soon. And it seems as though Capcom is putting a lot of stake into it. Uh, I saw an article recently that said they want this to be like the best fran- uh, of the franchise. So that's huh. nice to hear, I guess. But you know, Resident Evil is like—I mean, it's, it's been going on so long, and everyone already has already picked a favorite. I think it's hard to appease people who love the first few Resident Evils. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the ones, the clunky Resident Evils, but like that's—they probably grew up on them, so they're like, okay, yeah. And then Code Veronica people, it's a little more actiony uh, oriented in those ones. So I don't know how you're going to be able to appease to both those uh, fans. And then also be the best. I mean, it sounds like they put a lot of money into it, so that's that's good. At least it'll be a quality game. I mean, don't you want every game that you put out to be the best? That's so like. Yeah, that is why, kind of a weird statement. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. Listen, we weren't trying with six and seven was okay, <laughs> but eight, like this one, who can't wait? This one's gonna be tight. Maybe nine will suck, but I don't care. We want eight. This to be one good. gonna go crazy Keep though. This one, I just that feels kind of silly, but. I mean, I guess it's cool. I uh, I feel like Resident Evil, at least with the last one, I like the idea that Seven was like the hillbilly cannibal family sort of shtick. This one seems like a like a haunted castle vampire thing. I like the idea of them going sort of almost anthology, and they cover like a different genre of horror. Maybe they'll do like a spelunking one in a in a cave, like The Descent or something. I think that's what uh, the Dark Pictures anthology is doing. Those awful games um but but like if they go down that kind of road i think that's interesting but i don't know how they're going to differentiate that's sort of my question is like okay what are you going to do that's different this time yeah it says best it says capcom wants resident evil village to be the best performing in quotations title in the series okay I feel like you should, yeah, honestly, you should definitely think about, uh, think that way about every game, the, yeah. every new game you're putting out. Like, you always want to improve. Yeah. So, that is just a weird statement, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, By best yeah, man, that was just a quick. Do they mean, like, like, sales wise? Do they mean, like, gameplay wise? I don't know what they mean by that, you know? Let's, I mean, let's, let's read the article. Speaking of game industry biz, uh, Antoine Molant, Capcom's marketing director for the UK and EMEA region, said that our main ambition for this year. Although there's so much going on at the same time, is to make sure Resident Evil Village will be the best performing Resident Evil title, both in terms of quality as well as business. Okay. Okay. So, definitely the sales, but they're also saying that this should be the best game ever. Um. All okay. right. I'll give it up. Uh, I mean, I'm just. I still think that, like, as you're me, <laughs> like, you're, you're not gonna. You should think that about every game. Like, yeah. you don't make Resident Evil One and then be like, all right, for two. We're gonna go back a little bit. Let's take some of the features away. Like, <laughs> bro, three's gonna suck. Three, I don't care. We're taking out everything, but four, we're bringing it back. That's gonna be the best one we've ever made. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Bro. I don't know if that's the play, but 
Definitely a weird statement. But before we get into our last topic, obviously, uh, Coney's got something to show you. Come Throw it up. Check this out. Join Ignition Casino, your go-to destination for the best online poker, table games, progressive slots, and much more. Sign up with the promo code Ignition777 and deposit using Bitcoin to get 25 free spins on 777 Deluxe. I want you guys to know, while, the, while that ad is running, my mic is still on. TK and I are just sitting here in total silence. Like, we're just waiting for that ad to... <laughs> like, we're just sitting here. We can't talk to each other because the ad is... Play so, I just want you guys to know that, that that 30 seconds of ad, there's just nothing happening here. So, thought you guys should know that. It's fun. Yeah. So, anyway, our last topic of the day. Tekken 7 dropping another character uh, another uh, original character here so they they dropped Fakum Ram a while ago uh they dropped Leroy a while ago and now another original character within uh Lydia so Lydia is a karate style uh character reminds a lot me a lot of this of uh, Hitomi from uh Dead or Alive she has a lot of parries but yeah it's a very recognizable style uh of game or, or of fighting honestly mm -hmm. it's, it's straight up karate um so that's pretty cool she's the prime minister so that's so cool. Yeah, she's the prime minister. Uh, of let me what? Like Great Britain? Uh, let me go look real quick. Lydia Tekken. Oh, so there it is. Here we go. Where is she from? She's the prime minister of Poland. Damn. So, yeah. Do they even she's have a, a parliament? I guess they do. <laughs> Poland government. I'm looking this up. Here we go. It says uh, Lydia is a very patriotic is very patriotic as she vows to win the seventh King of Iron Fist tournament in the name of the people of her country. She's seemingly unfazed by the threats that her aide warns her about and unafraid to confront Heihachi Mish uh, Mishima when he refuses to withdraw Tekken Force from Poland. She is a dedicated uh, karateka and in her uh, character reveal accidentally slips into speaking like she is in the dojo whilst on the phone while with her aide, suggesting she is more comfortable in martial arts setting than in a political one. So, yes, her fighting style is traditional karate. Uh, and she dislikes um, the Mishima Zabatsu and uh, Heihachi Mishima. So, but, uh, yeah, so the Prime Minister of Tekken has come into, or uh, Prime Minister of Poland has come into Tekken to beat ass in, in the style of karate. Uh, I got a chance to play her earlier today. Hold on, um, before we start, I just, I looked this up. Dude, the actual Prime Minister of Poland is named uh, Mateusz... Morawiecki, I think is how you say that. How do you feel if you're the yeah. actual <laughs> prime minister and you just got Tekken, a Tekken character just like, no, I'm the prime minister and I can beat your ass. Like, that's yeah, that's not fair. Could you imagine if a character came out in Tekken and it's just like, oh, yeah, he also hosts a show called oh, Y'all Gaming. It's like, wait, what? Why, why me? Why'd you come for me? What did I do? Damn. You know, like. So they, they got, like, her full backstory. 10 is when her grandfather became crime, prime minister. 16 is when she enrolled in the university to study law. 18 is when she won her first karate uh, world championship. 21 at the time of graduation and first election won. And 29 when she became the prime minister. You know how accomplished you are? That shit make me feel like I didn't do nothing in That's life. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> how old is she? How old is she? What's her uh, age? I, I assume she's 29 now. It doesn't give her the... Yeah, Bullshit. 29-year-old, all that accomplished. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Seven years out of college and doing all that? I don't buy it. <laughs> Stupid. Well, anyway, uh, backstory aside, she's a very fun character, has a decent amount of parries, although I haven't really found a way to, uh, to parry kicks yet. I don't know if she has those except for low uh, parries. Um... 
but and that's a pretty cool thing. And there's a, there's a decent amount of characters that do have some type of parry in the game. Um, one of the bigger parries definitely coming in from Jin, but her parries like now have it's like a guaranteed parry into some attacks. So mm-hmm. she's dope. Um, super dope character. Uh, I don't know if she's going to get nerfed or not because I feel like that's what's happening to a lot of the DLC. Uh, but I think that's what happens to DLC in general because you can't release DLC in their mid. Like they have to be good. Yeah. Uh, you know, otherwise people are gonna be like, "Why am I paying for this?" Right? Yep. Fakumram has been nerfed since release uh, twice now, and now people are putting out videos that Fakumram is dead off this last uh, patch. He got like eight or nine different things like changed about him, and all of them, most of them were nerfs. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I just, I just think that uh, well, for I see people saying the Smash DLC wasn't like that. I mean, that's, that's not the relatively same. fair. Like, no, 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 no. It's not look. fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. Cause let me look. Let the me Smash look. DLC, you don't need the character to be good because it's goddamn Joker. You're gonna buy it if you like Persona. You're buying Joker. I bought Banjo without even seeing a move. It's like one of those things where if the character is going to carry it now. The reason that they have to release Busted is if it's a new character. If you didn't put King in Tekken 7 and then you made him DLC, hell yeah, it doesn't care. I don't care how good he is. I don't care how good he is. It's King. You're going to buy King. But yeah. But if you put in a new character, this is a new character. Lydia is not is not an old head. So like you got to sell people on it. How do you sell people on it? She's kind of cheap. That's the play. I don't even think the Smash DLC is bad outside of Piranha Plant, who's like also very annoying. So somehow that ends up making him all right. Like none of them. Joker's, are busted, got, Joker's nice. Oh uh, well, yeah, I guess Joker's nice. Banjo is mid. Uh, Hero's decent, but like RNG. Terry Terry's pretty good. Uh, Byleth's pretty good. Uh, Min Min, uh, we're still out. You know the verdict's still out on that one. Mm. Uh, Steve, verdict kind of still out on that one. Sephiroth is good. Uh, and Pyra Myth are, uh, are good. And people are uh, definitely saying she's like godlike, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. But yeah, I mean, I guess they're not releasing like straight busted characters. I mean, that's good though, because they had to learn from their mistakes. They released a busted character, and everyone was like, why did you do this yeah. uh, in Smash 4? So at some point in time, you have to learn from your mistakes and like make characters decent, but like not amazing. Uh, Tekken 7 does not do that though. Pretty much every uh, DLC that's come out so far has been really uh, relatively good. Uh, as far as the original characters, Flakumran was good. Leroy was good. Uh, Lydia, obviously, the you know, the verdict's still coming out on her. But from what I've played for the two, three hours I was playing earlier, uh, I like her. She seems uh, pretty good. I'm going to get back into the lab pretty much right after the stream. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, I wanna, I'm kind of interested in what Second's going to do because they have one more spot left in their season four pass, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, season four. It's gonna be a. It's got to be like a third party media character, right? Like a Negan. Well, I think that like because Tekken. Okay, they have Gone? all these IPs they can Ooh. still. Yeah, they can still pull from. Like, and they still, you know, Roger, Alex are still out there, and people yep. are saying stuff about that. You know, yep. you can make Tiger or Christy, uh, and give them different moves so they're not like just Eddie clones. Um. So, yeah, I mean, there's stuff that they can do. And on top of that, man, I just all these games keep coming out with another season. I, yeah. I thought Tekken was going to be done after season two. Like, we gave you two seasons of DLC. There's some really good characters in there. We're done. And then Harada came back and said, how about another one? And then he did it again. Uh, and the same thing is going on with Street Fighter. Like, we thought the season was going to be over. We're now in, like, I think we're in Street Fighter, like, season five or something like that. Um, so that game keeps yeah. picking up. Uh, I'm interested to see if Sakurai is going to do another season, you know? 
Dude, I, I, well, apparently the Street Fighter thing is literally just because they were going to work on another game, and then all this happened, they're like, alright, we're just gonna work on the same game. So, I wouldn't be surprised, we're probably gonna get another Fighter Pass. I would, I would, I, I think we are. And I've been wrong before, but I'm feeling it here. Um, I, I, I need just, a definitive edition right now. Uh, I think, if, yeah. well, if you have to wait for the final, you have to wait for the final Fighters Pass, so... Uh, they said they were going to support until the end of 2021, and we got two characters left, probably three months apart. So our next character is hmm. probably in like August, I would say. It's like longer, but it's yeah. you know April, you know May, June, July. I think that cooks it up for longer. And then the last one drops in like December, and then they're like, yeah. oh, by the way, you know we didn't get to work on a new game, so here's the definitive edition with some other stuff. I, I, I could see them doing it, and then maybe it's a Switch Pro. I don't know. Well, the Switch Pro is definitely on the way. Yeah. Uh, there's been too many reports about that. It's it's supposed to be sometime around holiday 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, well, and I don't, we don't know if it's like going to be called the actual Switch Pro, but like, yeah, there's been more news about that. It's apparently going to run like in, like an Nvidia like 20 card um, yeah. in there. So uh, it should be be able to being able to upscale when you dock it, which is like okay, like that's what I thought we should be doing in the first place. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so yeah, they also recently discovered a new Joy-Con patent, um, which has like the, it has like the 3DS uh, uh, stuff on it, which I don't know if I want that more than the actual like joystick, you know, joystick. I don't know if I want a sliding pad more than the joystick. So that is something that I'm very interested interested in following up on uh, later on. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Wait for more news to come out. We got a whole week before we get into another uh, y'all gaming. So if you're trying to keep up with the news here, we definitely be talking about some decent news stuff here. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is coming out this Friday, so I'll definitely be able to talk about that next week because I will be playing that game. Does that like an MMO? Because I've I, every single Monster Hunter game I look at, I'm like, ooh, that looks kind of fun. But I watch some gameplay and it looks like an MMO, and I'm like, Ugh. no. I mean, it's it's multiplayer, but it's not really an MMO. It has okay. like the MMO overworld. Uh, type deal for you know you have to go out and shop and you know whatever mm-hmm. i mean like but you're doing the same thing in red dead like you you go to towns you have to shop in uh, you know places yeah, but... whatever the only the thing i think you might not like about that game is that uh monster hunter maybe not rise but monster hunter uh is kind of clunky i don't know about rise but it's it's a very clunky game there's like there's no lock on for um for monsters you just have to you know be attacking the right part of the monster. Mm-hmm. It works for the game though, because I feel like like lock on would either make it too easy or it would kind of break the system. Because you want to attack certain parts of a monster. If you're locked on, you may not be able to do that. Sure. Uh, so like without having a lock on system, it just works. It works well for the game. Yeah. Uh, monster Hunter Rise seems like there's a lot more movement in it, so you may like it. I don't know. Uh, I liked. I didn't play Monster Hunter that I liked until World. I tried uh a, the one on the 3ds. And I tried the one on the Wii, and I didn't like either one of them. It just they just felt way too clunky. Mm-hmm. And then World came out, and uh, I was like, "This is nice." World actually got me to buy a P- uh, uh, PS4 Pro. So damn, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe so. I'll check it out then, because I, I I've always wanted to look at a, uh, one of those games, but like, and I'm trying to find a new game to get into because I feel like there's not much. Like I'm playing Balloons now. I don't like Balloons. It's just tickling <laughs> my brain. You know, it's like I'm not having fun. It's just it's hitting the right spot. Um, yeah, I, I have another friend who's doing the same thing. So, did Blues get like an update or something? What's going on? It's, bro, it is. It, it's literally just two dollars right now on Steam. That's it. Mm. It's two dollars on Steam. So I was like, oh, perfect. That that'll I'll hit that spot. So, 
I, I want to try Monster Hunter, but I'm also like, I don't really, I don't know. I'm I mean, it, it, it there's a demo. Hmm? There is? There is a demo, yeah. Interesting. interesting i don't i didn't play the demo because like i feel like sometimes some weapons don't work well in the demo uh because of like what you're fighting and what they give you so i got you got you got you is it is it on switch or is it is the demo on uh it's on switch all right i'm gonna go on that then i want to try that yeah out. all right i'll see if I do. uh we got a question here from mr patch saying not sure if you guys are taking any questions but i think it's interesting how people are able to follow their favorite player streams with online tournaments but they'll go away when offline events return do you have any thoughts on how the audience will adjust to that mm, i don't know because i feel like you should have made like we've spent a full year in the house like you should have made some type of bond with me more so than just i'm only watching you because i can't go nowhere um so I'm hoping that, like, I, I I do think that viewer count may take a small hit, but I don't think that, like, anybody blew up over the quarantine and they're just going to drop to, like, not having any viewers, you know? I, I'm a little conflicted on it because I feel like if you remember back in the day, it was, like, people would say, you know, why would you go, why would you go to a tournament and make maybe you know, $5,000 if you win against streaming and make, you know, if you're like Zero or Nairo or whoever else had a ton of viewers back then, you make a lot more. Like, why would you do that? Um, yeah. Now, everybody is doing that. Like, like I if you look at a lot of the Smash players, Bestness, who, you know, maybe would get, and I'm not trying to take any shots, but Bestness is like a top 16, like top 32 player, at like a super major. Um, he's not making the money. Why not just chill and stream? I, I'm pretty sure he has a thousand subs, you know? Why not just chill? Like, you're going to make more that way. Um, I don't know what players are going to go out and do it, but I also feel like viewership and, and subs are probably going to go down across the board when people get offline, but maybe not. It's I, I really don't know. Maybe this Twitch boom is, is a permanent thing, or maybe it's just because everybody's inside now. Um, there are a lot of different ways of, of sort of interpreting it, but we'll never know until it happens. You know, Brandon Dub in the chat says HBox comes to mind. Yeah, I think he's the biggest question mark because you got to think of it this way. HBox, number one melee player in the world. Mango mostly stopped. Armada's gone. Mutual King's gone. PPMD's gone. Who does he have left to fight? You made it. You know what I mean? Like, all the other kings are dead, and now you're the last one left. Why would you go to a tournament to fight the new the new guard that's just going to beat you, and then everybody's going to be like, oh, they're better than HBox, HBox, Wath. Why not just sit at home, stream ultimate, and faint while popping off? I would be I would be HBox. That's the play. You know? I'd be passing out three times an hour. Every time. That clip is still funny, bro. It's very funny. <laughs> It is extremely like, what funny. are you doing, bro? Oh, man. Uh, Mango's back, though, and Hatebox is slowly drifting back from Melee. Ah, I mean, Mango's practicing when Mango has, like, an event. But, like, that's the thing about Mango. He's the natural, so he's not going to... He doesn't practice too often until, like, event's coming up. Uh, and it's we, we love seeing Mango win, for sure. But, you know, the, the new guard is, you know, the they're really popping off. Uh, you Well, like, Zane. You know what I'm saying? Like, Zane came out of nowhere. And now, like, every uh, finals is, like, someone against Zayn. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Axe, he's not really a part of the new guard, but he's definitely, you know, making more waves as of late. Um, so, you know, like, it's just... I think it's good for Melee in, in general just to have, like, 
people who are actually finally able to challenge the five gods. Yeah. Um, or the four, I guess, because PPMD has been gone forever. Yeah. Um, and then you know Leffen as well. Don't forget Leffen. He's been you know he's been ter- he was the first like of the new guard to be honest to really start making taking names and whatever. And now people are starting to catch up to him as well. So I mean it's definitely good for the for melee in general. You don't want to see that is the problem that Smash uh, Four and uh, Ultimate had for a bit was well Smash Four mostly was just having one person win everything. It's just not fun to watch uh, after a while. Like it's great to see someone dominate, but it's also great to see someone who can actually challenge the person who's dominating. And we didn't get that until like. A year and a half later, so I think yeah. that uh, I think that there's a fine balance between like um, viability in the competitive sense and um, how much you can you can afford to just stream and make content and just live off that. So if you're yeah. HBox who has been on top for years and years and is ten years in the scene. You could probably just do content. You've paid your dues. You've you were the best in the world at one time, and you can smoothly coast into a nice retirement plan of laughing at memes. Like that's fine. But if you're somebody like Bestness, who like has been doing very well, you know, top thirty-two at majors, that's nothing to, to to sneeze at. That's amazing. Top sixteen sometimes, if I'm not mistaken. But like, you don't have the ten years. You might have to keep going to tournaments because that like you don't have the same pedigree. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you're going to have to keep making that content um while also competing because if you just do the content, I think and and don't compete, I think people will migrate if they're only there for smash to the people who are doing both. So, it's 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 a tough sort of balance um that players are going to have to have uh I I think it's it's different for every single person. Um mm-hmm. but I would not be surprised to see a lot of top competitive players just be like, nah, I think I'm just going to do this. But their numbers are going to hurt because if you don't go to the tournaments and prove that you're good, why would why would people watch you? You know? It's tough. Yeah. So, we'll see, though. Uh, I mean, I, I've always thought that about Smash in particular, that, like, you know, doing well in tournaments will always lead people to come to your stream. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully that does work out for, um, for the, like, the Tier 2 level of streamers who are trying to get breaking into Tier 1 and whatnot. Um, but yeah, man, that's going to be it for y'all gaming. Uh, thank y'all for watching again. If you guys are just watching, uh, this or just tuning in, you can watch the entire episode on YouTube later, but you can also catch it on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Uh, make sure you follow prediction and keep up with all the things prediction, all their shows. Cause we're, you know, we're not the only show here. They have uh, quite a few other shows. They got the backliners. And I think they had a cod show for a bit, but, um, yeah, go ahead and check them out whenever you get a chance. Definitely Any final words? Nope. Thank you guys for tuning in to the show. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm playing. I don't know what I'm doing tonight. Um, I, I actually kind of want to try Monster Hunter Rise. So I might do that. Thank you guys for tuning right. in. We'll catch you guys on Y'all Gaming next time. But for right now, good night and goodbye. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh. Got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.